This is Eric standing by. Keith standing by. Matt standing by. Nick standing by. And we're here to give you all the best geek related content you could ask for. This is it, boys. Over 120 episodes later, and we are finally getting to one of the biggest geek media franchises on planet Earth Star Trek? You take that back. (laughs) (laughs) Nick, you're officially (laughs) off this podcast. Nobody gets a shit about Star Trek. Sweet, I've looked for a reason out of here. What? Time to join the dark side. <laughs> Wrong sci-fi space opera that was that reached its peak in the seventies, Nick. Yeah, literally, bro. <laughs> yeah, but in all seriousness, we're finally, and I repeat, finally talking about Star Wars. It has been long overdue. We have talked about SpongeBob. Total Drama Island, we've talked about Kingdom Hearts, we've talked about Pokemon, we've talked about fast food. I could sit here and list all the stuff we've talked about, but we are finally at Star Wars. We have finally earned the R2-D2 that is in our profile picture. Star Wars is so good that we had to keep delaying the inevitable to make this eventual episode worthwhile. Is it good? (laughs) (laughs) Is Star Wars good? That's a a critical question we have to ask. I would like to just point out, I say that as my whole entire room is covered head to toe in Star Wars toys, collectibles, posters. Those like go up in value. While the franchise might be terrible, the products that like come out of it gain in value over the years. If it's a bad franchise, then no. I mean, come on, look at Star Trek toys. Ha! So what makes you say Star Wars is not a good franchise? I mean, I, I see where you're coming from, considering two out of the three trilogies are mediocre to awful, but... Well, well, now, humor me. Before we uh, continue with this, I'm going to put a little pin in this and we'll get back. What do you all think of Star Wars? Is it, is it good? Whole franchise, everything. Oh, God, right? The whole franchise. I don't know if I can do that. I wouldn't go out of my way looking for the movie, but if it was on, I would watch it. Looking for the movie. We're talking about the movies. The movies. Uh, technically speaking, uh, the original New Hope released as Star Wars. So, <laughs> I think Star Wars is great. It's not fantastic, but... Like you guys said, the track record of their most recent films. But in terms of science fiction and space opera, I think it's a staple. Like, it's that one franchise you need to see once just to get an idea of what's it about and debate whether you can get into it or not. I feel like I like Star Wars okay enough, but I also feel like I am so out of touch with what really makes the franchise so amazing. I have not seen the original trilogy since before I moved to this town. Um, yeah. And I never saw any episode of the Clone Wars, which is apparently amazing, or Rebels or any of that stuff. I don't know any of it. I've never even really played that many of the games. I mean, other than the amazing uh, Lego Star Wars and the iconic Star Wars Battlefront 2. My biggest experience with the truly great Star Wars stuff is probably the Mandalorian. <laughs> I've been itching to rewatch the original trilogy. So we, we're going to have to do that at some point, guys. <laughs> but in all seriousness, yeah, I, I, I like Star Wars, but I know I can like it more. And for all you listeners, so that means that once we rewatch all the Star Wars movies and maybe Clone Wars and Rebels, <laughs> many years worth of uh, content. 
So by 2025. Exactly. We will do another <laughs> podcast checking back to see if our views have changed. Do you think by 2025 there'll be new Star Wars movies? You know what's funny? I actually ended up looking this up today because I was curious. And apparently we're supposed to be getting a new trilogy all directed by Ryan Johnson starting in 2023. And then you get 2025 and 2027. If you don't know who Ryan Johnson is, that's the mastermind behind The Last Jedi. So uh, it's going to be great. Really excited to see what direction this franchise is going. Like, why? Whose idea was this? I don't know. I don't know. But apparently that was announced. I mean, the last update I found on that was like, no, actually, he said it was still happening um, as of this year. So it's coming. With uh, what you said with uh, who is it? Who directed Ryan Johnson? Ryan Johnson. It reminded me of the SpongeBob meeting. Do you want to see me run to that boulder and back? Want to see me do it again? You want to see me fuck up a whole franchise? You want to see me do it again? He no, no. literally ruined Star Wars in one movie. Maybe because we have no hopes. And this is the reaction when you hear, you know, Ryan Johnson. Like, <laughs> maybe because of that, maybe they're like, yo, watch this. We're gonna <laughs> put his name on it. Everyone is going to think it's trash and it will be actually okay. Well, he's also responsible for Knives Out, which from what I heard was a pretty decent movie. Yeah, I mean, that was a decent movie, but like. It was predictable. I never saw it, so. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't even say The Last Jedi ruined Star Wars because I don't, I think, thinking back on it, The Force Awakens was just, like, kind of mediocre, and there's a lot of elements they do that don't make any sense and are kind of stupid. My personal favorite being that R2-D2 is in a moody depression the whole movie and then wakes up and gives all the characters the map that they need. But uh, there's plenty more examples I could go through. They just destroy the whole franchise. Yeah, they? They, they killed off like every character that you liked, made their entire mission a failure. So yeah, you know, life's good. And they're probably going to kill off these new characters anyway. I guess, and yeah. It- I mean, who's who's left? It's just a chewy R2 and C-3PO. R2 just dog all. Like, he does nothing in the sequels. And C-3PO funny- at least kind of does stuff. I was going to say, it is funny, though, because if you look at every single uh, movie, ultimately, R2 is the one that saves the day. R2 and C-3PO are, are the dudes who just walk through every single movie. That is kind of cool, I guess. Thinking about it, I'm glad that they are both alive. But who knows, though? Maybe Ryan Johnson is just saving them to kill them in some brutal way in the new one. Oh, true, true. Well, I know, mean, like I'm pretty sure it's not going to have, like, this new trilogy is supposed to have nothing to do with anything of the, pre- like, the previous. Like, I believe that's what they were saying. Like, there's no more Skywalkers. I don't know if there's going to be any more Jedi, which that's where it's, why the hell am I watching this movie? Yeah, why is it even Star Wars? Then? <laughs> exactly. That is really the, the biggest issue. I mean, I know that we're supposed to be talking about Star Wars as a whole here, and we're getting maybe a little too into it. But that's the biggest issue, at least that I have with Star Wars, is they break the rules of uh, D&D, as I mention all the time, and they broke consistency. There's very, very few rules to D&D, and all it is is just don't break consistency, and they did that. Like, the even bigger, you know, slap in the face is when you're writing stories, when you're writing books, you always leave the ending, you know, open so you can do more things. But time and time again in Star Wars, especially now with the Disney ones, they're like, no, we'll kill off everybody. We'll say there's only one Jedi instead of, you know, schools and people going like they make sure to close off all the loops. They burn all their bridges. What is there to do now? You know, oh, guess what? The whole entire universe, there's no more Jedi. Like what? So you're going to make it instead of a a long, long time ago. It's just me a long time ago. Going to pass another like hundred years. And (laughs) oh, yeah. Guess what? There's new Jedi now. Like 
Like, that's stupid. You're going to go even far, farther back, like, a long, 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 long time ago. Like, no, it's stupid. You had the door right in front of you, and you messed it up. The only way that they can go is in the past with all, like, the people that they built up with the older public. That is actually something that I'm a little more hopeful about, um, especially because they were doing a lot of standalone movies, and they yeah. could do a Yoda movie. And oh, Yoda, Yoda. Was, Yoda was around. Everybody loves Yoda. Yoda was around during the Old Republic. And it would be cool to see, you know, an old Yoda or a young Yoda, I should say, that's actually kind of naive and not this amazing figure he is and see like how childish he was and to see him turn into the master everybody knows, like to actually turn into Yoda. But in the same thing, you know, their co-stars of whoever will be playing Yoda the people that will also appear could be, you know, the new leads for a old Republic movie because that's how it would be, you know? Yeah. Did so, they already confirm a Yoda movie? I remember hearing rumors about it, but that was also back in the time when there were rumors that there was going to be a Boba Fett movie and um, rumors about a Darth Vader well, movie. Well, I did check today. We are getting a Boba Fett TV show taking yes, place are. right after the events of Mandalorian season two. And apparently that's coming as soon as this December. I did see that. Wait, and, and then Obi-Wan yes. is next year, from what I know. Obi-Wan's going to be awesome. Yeah, Hayden Christensen's uh, coming back, too. Very Ew. excited. They really fucked the future. How are we at the point three movies later where there's, like Keith said, one Jedi? Technically, there's Broom Boy from the... He's not a Jedi. He's a slave. He's going to live his entire life in slavery, and he's going to die. Let's look at Anakin. He was a slave. <laughs> oh, we can go buy him or something. Like, uh, Buy him. Or whatever. Like, he, he'll run a, a freaking horse race and, and win his freedom is, like Anakin did. No, this is horse racing. <laughs> oh my. Could you actually imagine? At that point, I would just laugh. I would sum it up to, like, okay. But here's the question that everyone has been wondering Are Ray and Kylo Ren, uh, like, aren't they, like, related? So. No. No. I don't think they are. I, okay, two things. One, I know there's that old theory that Palpatine is the one who impregnated Shmi Skywalker. I don't know if you can go by that, but the real thing is, why does Rey take the Skywalker name at the end of the movies then? Because isn't that a little iffy? I remember reading about that, and it's like, it was this empowerment for people who were adopted, and me actually being adopted, I'm like, no, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess we could go back a little bit and talk about what made Star Wars so great to begin with. Why is Star Wars so special? Like, we, we've said time and time again, it's so iconic, it's amazing, it's recognizable, it's the best space opera. Why? What what made the space, the original trilogy so amazing? 1977. It's because when it came out, it was such a huge hit. First of all, I should also say that I'm 23. I was not there. <laughs> My father was, though. and Really? He, absolutely. He, he was at he, the premiere? Yep. Yeah. He well, I, I don't think they did you know midnight movies or anything, but he talks about seeing it and um, everything, and it really it just drove his whole childhood. I mean, it was all the toys. It was just a huge hit, you know. It's it's space cowboys, literally yep. with space <laughs> samurai or space, you know, sword fighting. Like I don't know, it, it's just such a no, good no. storyline. Which is funny because A New Hope does not hold up nowadays. That's interesting. That's interesting. Pretty, pretty disappointing. Empire Strikes Back, if we talk about that, that is actually one of the best movies of all time. Straight up because especially for, I mean, even modern day, you know, 
at the end of the movie, it's always, you know, the good guys win, like, woo, like positive. So in Empire Strikes Back, you have the awesome space cowboy, you know, trapped in carbonite. You have everybody dispersed. You have Luke who gets his hand cut off and dropped down a tube and loses a battle. You know, you have their, the resistance like spreading. You literally have the bad guys win. Mm. And especially for a movie, that's like not common. Or at least it wasn't. So. Oh, please. Yeah, by 1979, whenever it came out, that was definitely not common. Yeah, it definitely was something for its time back then. Because like you said, Keith, who would have thought that the second movie would end in the heroes losing? Mm-hmm. But at least it brought up hope that if a sequel were ever to come, the heroes would triumph in the end. And that's where we got The Return of the Jedi. Yeah, which is another arguably the best movie ever. And on top of it, because you had to wait three years, three full years between movies, kids were talking about it. And my dad was telling me stories about all his friends would always talk if Darth Vader was telling the truth. And he's like, Luke, I am your father. Like, is he the father? Like, no way. He's lying. It's this. It's that. It was a good movie. Spoiler alert for people who didn't know that Darth Vader was his father. <laughs> I feel like the characters are also a reason what makes Star Wars so great because the original trilogy introduced some of the most iconic characters in science fiction history. Like we have Darth Vader, we have R2-D2, C-3PO. Because this franchise introduced so many recognizable characters that, you know, really it's unique for its time. Like we've never seen characters like these in any sort of film series before. Dude, yeah, like just thinking about that, imagine sitting in theaters and you're just like, yo, this smuggler has like a giant dog for a friend. This is amazing. Yo, this trash can is moving and beeping. It's so cool. You know, you talking about having a giant dog as a uh, companion reminded me, though, that Star Wars also did lead to one of my favorite movies of all time. I've not watched it in probably 10 years, but Spaceballs. Oh, Spaceballs. I, oh, that was a great movie. I believe I watched that over 40 times uh, at my old summer house because we that was the only movie we, we brought with us uh, <laughs> when I was younger. That was definitely a, a hard hitter. It's a good movie. <laughs> That's awesome. And not to mention the weapons they use in these movies, the lightsabers. Oh, my God. Like, who would have thought that people have so much fun seeing people slash the shit at each other with these beam swords? Yeah. Do you remember, like, back in the day when you got, like, those little plastic ones with your friends and you would be in the yard and you go, Wee you, wee you. Bro, that was me in elementary school. Uh, so many memories that are tied in with Star Wars 2 with friends. Yup. Do you guys have a favorite lightsaber color? Uh, mine... I'm a big fan of the yellow. Yellow? Interesting. Yeah. Mine was always green just because I loved Yoda so much. Yeah, green was always my favorite too. I like the Arctic blue, which was Ooh. Luke's first. Yes. First lightsaber you ever seen. Is there a lore reason why the Sith all use red lightsabers, or is it? Yes, there is. It's that wherever they have to go to the planet for the crystals, they can't, so they make their own crystals, and that is why they're red. Oh, that's they're cool. not true. Oh, it's like, uh, uh, okay, that's cool. At least that was the lore uh, from before, I believe. Yeah, it's now it's like you gotta bleed the crystal. Oh, oh my. Where it's like, I think, um, don't quote me on this, but... From what I know, the new one, it's like you have to kill someone with a lightsaber, take their crystal, and use your hatred to, like, bleed it red. That sounds stupid. It does. That that sounds like something a Disney executive came up with on the spot. I mean, you're not wrong about that. (laughs) Just look at all these freaking remakes we have. 
Oh gosh. When so, it comes to like the remakes and the uh, the newer editions, I think we should transition to the two thousands. The prequels. Yeah. So are the prequels actually better than the sequels? Yeah, absolutely. That's my opinion. I and I, I know I agree with that. I agree. It's so funny because I know everyone ripped on the prequels for so long, but they just at, at least they respect the world that they're in. You know, and they do some cool stuff. Revenge of the Sith has aged gracefully, from what I understand. Absolutely, yep. That was cool. Like I know a lot of people say, "Oh, the political stuff's also boring," and maybe it's a little much in the first and second one. But I'll never forget it when I first watched those movies. My dad walked in while I was watching the first one, and, and Palpatine was saying something, and I was like, "Hey, Dad, is that guy the Emperor?" And he was like, "No, oh, I don't think so. I think the Emperor's just some guy." And I was like, oh, "Okay." And then he left the room, and then like. You know, when he actually becomes the Emperor, I was like, oh, you were wrong. Maybe he lied because he didn't want to spoil. <laughs> I believe in the second movie, Count Dooku actually reveals that the Emperor is evil, or the Chancellor is evil to Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan's like, that's not true. He's lying. <laughs> if you just listened to him, he would have stopped the whole thing. Dang, Obi-Wan. Damn. Yeah, putting petty politics aside, I did like what they did with Palpatine. Like how he's playing for both sides, and then really foreshadowing that he's a huge threat. Like he's been playing both sides in all three movies. Yeah. Not only is he pure evil, he's just so smart, which is nuts. Because you really don't see his strength in the uh, originals, because whatever. Um, and then we get his corpse as the latest villain, so that was fun. We had six yeah. movies of trying to stop the Emperor, and then J.J. Uh, Abrams was out of ideas and just. Brought his corpse back, making the first six movies of Anakin Skywalker sacrifice useless. Right? Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I'm so salty about the sequels. No, no, the sequels truly ruined Star Wars. Like, honestly, I almost feel like this should not be a Star Wars episode. This should just be us talking about why, like, how the sequels ruined Star Wars. Now I'm just thinking back to what you said about breaking D and D rules, and I'm thinking about freaking force healing. No, exactly. Like, oh, uh, we don't want that character to die. Uh, uh, this one knows how to heal now. Oh, why couldn't you heal Qui-Gon Jinn? Why couldn't you heal Padme? Why couldn't you heal Yoda, Obi-Wan? There were so many characters who could have been healed, and they died. Imagine going through your whole entire campaign, like the campaign we have, you know? Zephyr's by your side, you know? You're fighting through all these dragons and everything, and you're going through, you know? Lucas dies. Lucas is dead. All of a sudden, you meet Shmebulok. Shmebulok comes in. You're going. You're going. You're going. And you're with somebody else. They're about. You know. You're with Marty. And Marty's about to die. And Sephir just walks up. Is like, oh no, I have ultimate heal. He's back to life. And you all are like, what? Ouch, Lucas. It's impossible to learn this power. It's even worse than that because it wasn't even like it was like, oh, you know, somebody special had this and they were hiding it or this or that. It was literally the whole reason Darth Vader became evil was he was looking to learn a power that only the Sith could use. And then here you have Rey, who the best argument against would be like, oh, you know, she's part Palpatine. She's evil or she's like she's part evil, which is stupid. And being like, oh, yeah, she can just like. So stupid, so stupid, awful garbage. On top of that, even going back to The Force Awakens, I remember talking to people who had issues with it because, are you ready for this? Luke freaking goes to training 
Luke takes so much time, you know, and you see Obi-Wan being like, oh, like, these are not the droids you're looking for. And Luke's like, whoa, I want to learn that. And then eventually you see him after training with Yoda on Dagobah and doing a ton of stuff. You see Yoda walk into Jabba's palace and is like, you will take me to Jabba. And it's like, yo, he's a Jedi master now. Like, look at him. And you have Rey in Force Awakens being like, what? The Jedi are real? No way. Three scenes later, yo, you're going to take off these restraints. You're going to give me your gun. You're going to give me this. You know, I'm going to just get out of here. Guess what? Force, pull. I'm taking my lightsaber. I'm leaving. I'm better than you. I'm stronger than you, Kylo Ren. Like, no, garbage, trash. Get out of here. That is that is facts. I'm correct. You are, because how would she have even known that the Jedi could do that? On top oh, of it, the middle finger of having the whole original cast in the movies and then never actually putting them together and making all of our heroes be like, oh yeah, guess what? Luke is a grumpy old man who gave up on everybody. And even though he's what he, he was literally hero, like yeah. talk about Polar Express, he was hero boy. <laughs> oh wait a minute my father has killed children has murdered thousands is the most evil guy in the galaxy no, no I sense good in him. Uh, yeah i sense good in him i'm gonna throw my lightsaber away and be like yo let's hug it out bro like okay wait a minute you're on the death star you find out there's a girl trapped meanwhile you can escape no we gotta save her what like you have this guy who every single movie actually look at Empire Strikes Back where they actually lose. Yoda's like, dude, if you leave now, you'll never be able to defeat Vader. Like your your training will be like, that's it. Like that's nothing. Like it's gone. And he's like, my friends are in trouble. I have to try to save them. Like hmm. he straight up leaves. He gets his hand cut off because he tries to get his friends. And now we have, I had a bad dream about my nephew. Time to kill him. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, wait, he's not <laughs> evil. I was just overreacting. You tried to kill me. <laughs> it's such a middle finger, you know? I mean, like, Han Solo and Chewie, I could kind of see. Even that's stupid, though. Han becoming a smuggler again, giving up everything he learned. Well, that was the thing. Everybody, they just regressed everybody's characters, or they destroyed them in some way. Like, this yeah. new trilogy, and on top of that, which is even more heartbreaking, you know, Carrie Fisher, Fisher she passed away, you know? Original R2, um, Kenny, uh, what's his last name? Rod? It's not Rogers. That's the guy that sings uh, Danger Zone. Something, you know, he passed away. Like Chewbacca, too. Oh, Peter Mayhew died? Yeah, he died uh, two years ago. Oh, my. Wow, I'm, I'm behind. Was this before or after Rise of Skywalker? He was in Rise of Skywalker. No, but did he at least see it come out? No. Good. Oh. <laughs> He would have known what happened. I mean, he was he was there to film it. But, like, that's the thing. So we actually had a point, especially for Force Awakens, which sounds amazing, by the way, where they could have actually... Matt, would you care to say what your idea was or what your brother's idea was? Oh, yeah, he said... Brandon, uh, shout out to Brandon. You've heard him on this podcast before. He gave me a really cool idea where instead of just literally rehashing the same movie, which, by the way, don't care how you slice it, The Force Awakens is literally just rehash New Hope. They have the rebellion that won in the Return of the Jedi has somehow shrunken down to another little rebel group. The First Order that was defeated is somehow giant again. Same freaking movie. They blow up a giant. That's no moon. It's ridiculous. But Brandon said it would be cool if in the sequel trilogy they have the roles reversed. So, yeah, the rebels won the Galactic Civil War. So now they're the big dominant power. Maybe they have, like, some recolored Star Destroyers or something. That will be kind of cool. And then the First Order is this little splinter group trying to get, like, 
you know, oh, you know, we got to reinstall the Empire. They did everything right. Maybe we get to see some places where people actually liked the Empire. They kept order and the rebellions, like, maybe turning into the other blind cheek or something. Like, you just maybe reverse the roles well, even and you get a cooler concept. I mean, you have so many cool concepts that come from this. And especially with that idea where, you know, you follow the storyline, like, all of a sudden, you know, the rebels take over. Like the rebels are in charge. What would have been cool? And shout out to Ringo. You know the the children movie with the lizard looking for the water in the desert. You know you have Ringo and he kills the snake and it's like or no he kills the crow right? No, I've never seen the movie. Oh dang! That the snake is the big bad in the end. No, no, it's the um. The it's, crow he kills the guy first, right, and then he becomes the sheriff. No, that's correct. Yep. So he kills the crow because it's like, oh, the crow's the big bad, which in this scenario would be the rebels taking out, you know, um, the empire. And all of a sudden, everybody's like, that's not good because a snake comes. And it was like the bird was keeping the snake at bay, but now the snake's going to kill everybody. And that would have been cool, you know. All of a sudden, the rebels rise up to power. They're like, haha, and out from the freaking dark rift, which is actually stuff from you know star wars out comes this old power being like yo you know power struggle the world's ours for the taking now you can still have hux and kylo ren and you can still have snoke and you just have them be smaller like biding their time like i just think that would have been so much cooler than hey remember the new hope look it's a new hope again on top of that, once again, it's just a middle finger to the original trilogy which was the best oh everything you've done worthless oh you finally you know all these people that died to get to here worthless like mm -hmm. you know prior to recording this episode i was like 50 50 on the prequels and sequels and i was like eh, they're both kind of good and bad in their own ways but now oh my god i take back everything i said the sequels are garbage the character derailments the constant rehashes Dude. and the poor writing you guys are right they don't they care about world building, building at all I started this podcast saying, I know I'm right 100%. You cannot tell me there's any true... I mean, there are a couple little true and good parts of the, the sequels. Yeah. But for the most part, they are garbage movies. Like, I went from being a diehard Star Wars fan, my whole room, everything, you know, Star Wars celebrations every year, collecting Star Wars toys, vintage, vintage collection, you know, everything, you know, looking at Star Wars tattoos, like, my life was Star Wars to being like, meh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, they ruined the series. It's awful. They don't care about staying true to what made Star Wars so special. All they care about is capitalizing nostalgia and trying to make a profit out of it. Can we talk about the character arc that they robbed from uh, Finn? Oh, my God. My God. Finn. Finn, was, Finn was wasted potential, and I've been saying that since The Force Awakens. Like, if you even think about it, Ray, carbon copy of Luke Skywalker, weird orphan with mystery parents who lives on a desert planet, discovers they're, she's a Jedi. Yeah, literally just Luke Skywalker. I don't even, like, doesn't even try to hide it. J. Wait, J. wait, wait, time, time out, time out. Mystery parents finds out that one of her parent, maybe a grandparent, is the evil big bad the whole entire yep. time. Yep. So that's whatever, you know, Poe is obviously like the hotshot pilot. He's like an amalgamation of Han and Luke, whatever. Yeah. Finn was actually kind of unique. You know, oh, you, you know, BB-8 is your R2. Finn's, like, so unique, though, because, like, we've never seen a former Stormtrooper before. And they completely give up on even exploring it in the movie it's introduced, let alone the rest of them. 
in. I'm a runaway stormtrooper. And then, like, oh, wow, stormtroopers are human? That's crazy. And then two seconds later, they're back to shooting stormtroopers like they're props. It's insane. I feel like Finn's arc would have been better if he learned how to be a Jedi. Because, granted, The Force Awakens, they briefly foreshadowed where he briefly used Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. But no. That pretty much went nowhere. What did we get in episode 8? We got undeveloped... a, a little a stupid freaking misadventure with Rose. That's what we got in episode Same how we never, uh, never got the story that Maya's explained how she got Luke's lightsaber. Mm. Yeah, the one that fell in Bespin. It, I guess they just didn't want to write in the script, Oh, this lightsaber? Yeah, I found it uh, because you guys like it in nostalgia. It just teleported to me. They didn't want to write it. They just, <laughs> it was lazy. They didn't Even want to do it. They didn't want to think of like a story. Even in episode 9, where Finn, quote-unquote, had a bigger role, he just sat on the sidelines most of the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had uh, so much hopes that this guy, reformed Stormtrooper, maybe he'll rise above the ashes and become the hero of this new saga. But no, I let's wanted give him to be the Jedi. That would have been pretty cool. Stormtrooper turned Jedi. Would have been pretty nice. That's yeah. what I was hoping for. But no, they didn't go that direction. And I feel like that could have benefited the sequel series a lot better. But we can only have one Jedi at a time, though. <laughs> well, the thing is, is, like, that wouldn't be bad. And I think that is one of the routes, apparently, uh, in Episode Nine when he kept on saying the whole movie, Ray, I have to tell you something. And he never said it. Apparently, it was supposed to be that he is Force-sensitive and he can use the Force. Really? Yes. I um, always thought it was supposed to be I love you. Like No, no. However, I will say, though, that even if they made, you know, Finn the Jedi, granted that would change a lot, but, like, that wouldn't save what the prequels were. Sequels, you mean? Or, sorry, that's what yeah. I meant. The sequels. It wouldn't set it back that much, because at least he would understand a little bit of the Force seeing Kylo Ren in action. So he would kind of understand what to do, I would say, a little bit more than Rey ever would. Mm, yeah. Because no. he's seen firsthand literally Kylo Ren using the force, probably using the force, and... This and that. Ray literally comes from a desert gunk planet that no one even has that abilities. Yeah. Also, this is an interesting little bit of world. Again, the world building is atrocious. Like, we le- we really have people who've never heard of Han Solo and Luke Skywalker walking around 30 years after they did this like amazing adventure. But, like, just even thinking about it, Finn has been a stormtrooper since birth, right? Like they they indoctrinated him. Is that that's yeah. what that's the story, right? Yeah. I believe so. So how have they not fed him like propaganda like oh, Han Solo is evil, Luke Skywalker was a Sith who tried to kill Kylo Ren. Like that I feel like that kind of yeah. that could have been like some tension, you know? But he's immediately just like, "Oh, they're heroes." Like you were indoctrinated your whole life and you think all the Jedi are nice? How? It's so lazy. Yep. It's so lazy. Oh, the writing is so bad. I well, that's the thing. And like I heard, especially on forums, especially after Force Awakens, I was hearing all these people come up with their own ideas. And the fact that random people on the internet would come up with such better stories, like <laughs> that was a huge part of how apparently George Lucas walked in, literally gave them his idea, his script for like this trilogy, and they were like, No, we're not taking it. Now, I don't know if it would have been better or not. I really don't, but it's also George Lucas and like this is his baby. Yeah. And it, it would have it would have had a soul at least even if it wasn't good. Yeah. Like they didn't take any of it from what I understand and Correct me if I'm wrong. George Lucas was responsible for the prequels, right? Like he yes, directed he all those. I hate how the sequels and JJ Abrams and Ryan Johnson go around like with this ego like, "Oh, don't worry. The prequels are the bad Star Wars movies. We're going to make it good again." But it's like, 
you're just taking something that George Lucas came up with. Yeah, maybe the prequels weren't amazing, but that's what George Lucas imagined for his characters and for his story. And at the end of the day, they've aged pretty well, or at least the story of Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan has aged pretty well, I think. As opposed to the sequels, which are only getting worse with age. Well, now, going on, and this this is a huge point, I bring this up in every Star Wars debate, Matt knows where I'm going with this, because I've told him probably about three times. We have the rules of three with Star Wars. <laughs> yep. We have the trilogy. We have three trilogies of three. So there's nine movies in total. We're not going to talk about those side movies. <laughs> Han Solo, Rogue One. Um, <laughs> or Solo, Rogue One. Anyway, so there are three trilogies of three movies, and... Ultimately, there are three good movies, or three great Star Wars movies, fantastic, three meh movies, and three awful movies. Essentially, it is the three greatest movies Star Wars ever produced, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and Revenge of the Sith. Mm. Three amazing movies, just fantastic. In the meh, you have A New Hope, because it really doesn't hold up in the future, and I'd either say the rest of the prequels, or I'd allow whoever based on opinion to switch out maybe force awakens for one of the prequels mm-hmm. but i'll throw the prequels in the myth and then we have the new trilogy where <laughs> Jedi and rise of skywalker are just trash if they could go any lower if there could be like a 12th rank that wouldn't be low enough like <laughs> oh. some of the worst things i would rather watch like three hours of like teletubbies than <laughs> the movie again <laughs> yeah, tell us how he's binge, man. There's just so many things wrong with the sequels that it's upsetting because I still love Star Wars, but to see it, the franchise get this low, I don't know, I'm losing hope with each new installment. There has to be a new hope one day. Yeah, I, I was going <laughs> to say, that may be their whole plan. The new trilogy will actually be called just A New Hope, not even anything new. So let me ask you a question I posed to Keith, Nick, and Eric. Which is a worse movie, The Last Jedi or The Rise of Skywalker? Do you actually think The Last Jedi is worse because it's just it throws everything off course? Or The Rise of Skywalker because, again, nostalgia pandering and just lazily trying to fix Last Jedi's mistakes? Uh, oh my god, this is difficult. Uh... I think you just answered it in there. I'll, I'll wait for everybody to answer, but I think you said it yourself. Hmm. I feel like I'd rather watch The Last Jedi thinking about it. Interesting. Okay. So you think The Rise of Skywalker is worse? Well, the last Jedi just kind of, like it has the memeage from it. Like, <laughs> more, more. <laughs> yes, maybe that will be the same grace for this new um, trilogy. Is that also? I mean, I remember yeah, the prequels to be out awful. Of the sky. <laughs> like after they made the the prequels, we hated it. You know, with Jar Jar Binks and everything, and it was just like, oh, it's so cringeworthy. And now we're saying that there are some of the best Star Wars movies. You know. The fact that Revenge of the Sith has outtaken A New Hope, a part of the original trilogy, was just crazy to me, and uh, my dad still argues against me with mm-hmm. that. However, maybe because of that and how times change, maybe, you know, in, what, 10 years, we'll be talking about how amazing these uh, sequels were. <laughs> we'll be, oh, at least they're not as bad as the super sequels. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't get my opinion yet, so. Yeah, Eric. Honestly, fuck The Last Jedi. Mmm. I just really hate all the directions they went, like how off course everything felt, especially what they did with Luke. Oh god. How they yeah. killed off Snow. Like it's it's just so frustrating with every freaking decision they made. But well, at least we're rising. I have to admit that fight in the red room was one of the most beautifully done uh fights, I would say. I don't know. 
I didn't really care much about that scene, to be honest. Yeah. No, nothing compared to uh, the Rebels, Obi-Wan versus Darth Maul for the final time. I still have to watch Rebels. Well, I already said I have. But then again, I do hate how they cram down all these nostalgic factors in The Rise of Skywalker. Mm. But at least I appreciate them trying to have a steady conclusion. Matt, what do you think? I've been quietly thinking this over, and I really don't know. Um, I, I'm gonna have to just say the Last Jedi, and 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 I'm putting aside the fact that both movies suck ass, just from the point that Poe Dameron, you know, one of the more interesting characters, spends the entire movie sitting in a ship, like playing Among Us with Admiral Holdo, and Literally. and then you have Finn, another really interesting character, hanging out in a casino for no reason at all. Like, no one does anything in the movie. At least uh, the Rise of Skywalker sucks, but at least the characters are running around doing stuff. Like, Ray is hanging out with a grumpy old man trying to convince him to become a good character again. Like, that, nobody's doing anything in that movie. The First Order's like, oh, well, we'll just wait till they run out of fuel. We'll stand here for two hours. Like, great, yeah, that's really, really exciting plot. No one does anything. Poe doesn't do anything. Finn doesn't do anything. Finn wastes his time with Rose. Ray barely does anything. I mean, Ray has a little bit at least, but and then somehow, I don't know how the fuck this happened. She beats Luke, who's supposed to be a Jedi Master. Somehow, a stick overpowered a lightsaber. Yeah, God, the the power downgrade that Luke got. So that's why, honestly, that's why I would say Last Jedi was worse. Nature versus technology. I get it, but come on. I will say, Last Jedi. I think is worse because back when Matt first asked the question, you guys can rewind in two seconds. Matt said, or is rise of Skywalker worse because of, you know, franchise, blah, 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 blah. Or because it was trying to fix the mistakes of last Jedi. <laughs> last Jedi is so bad. They made a movie to fix it. Like the whole entire movie of rise of Skywalker was them being like, Shit, how are we fixing this movie? Like, it <laughs> Why don't we so, just let Abrams do all three? <laughs> it was so bad that they literally made a whole movie that answered in, like, in, in a very bad way. Everybody was upset about some, some things, you know? Oh, they mm. showed off Luke's X-Wing in the water. They didn't use that. You have Luke doing that, uh, picking up the X-Wing. They have, oh, Luke would never throw away his lightsaber. And all of a sudden, you know, when Ray goes to do that, he's like, no, I was wrong. I, it, it, it's a death. And a a force ghost catches the lightsaber and a force ghost uses the force to take the, the X-Wing out. Why the hell can't Luke just show up? Why can't Anakin show up and smack his grandson being like, man, no. You are not I, finishing I, what I started, boy. Yeah. Finish what I started. Become good. Like, have children. <laughs> Two twins, come on. Rise of Skywalker, I would honestly, I'd say that would be worse because of how much they just pulled out of their asses to be like, oh yeah, by the way, force healing and ghosts can do this now and ghosts can do that. Like the things that they did, they they broke, that movie broke consistency mainly. Like that's the real issue. That being said, last year I also broke the consistency of like hyperspace and like how the um, hyperdrive works, whatever. But I don't really care about them breaking how space travel works when, you know, you have breaking everything else and the whole franchise. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. And I want to ask you guys, just, little... just maybe so we can end on an optimistic note. Are, 
How do you guys feel about the future of Star Wars? Because I, I must note that the last project of Star Wars has been The Mandalorian, and that's been a pretty big success. Oh, I love The Mandalorian. So maybe we're turning the tide a little bit? Maybe uh, the worst is behind us? I'm English. I have mixed feelings about the future of Star Wars. Okay. I like The Mandalorian. I'm excited for this Kenobi series. I think that they've kind of learned from their mistakes, and I think it I, I think it can get worse. Trust me. <laughs> I almost want to be like, oh, yeah, how can it get any worse than this? Like, what could possibly go wrong? What could be worse than one bad sequel? <laughs> Two, bad, <laughs> Two bad sequel trilogies. Yeah. <laughs> Like they've just ruined, I think, almost too much. Where they almost need to like retcon everything. Be like, okay, we're starting over. This didn't happen. Like, <laughs> and on top of that, like Star Wars really is about seeing the Jedi. You know, you want to see the lightsabers. You want to see people using the Force. You want to see that action, that battle between good and evil. Like it was a very simple concept, honestly. It was quite literally a battle between good and evil. Like yeah. it was so cool. It was such a captivating, inspirational. Because on top of that, you had luke who is this just stereotypical hero who was like oh if we if we can do some good like we have to try we have to do it and they they just mix that up with all these like oh this and that like it, it got too political in a lot of aspects mm, that's true and it, too and it got too just confusing it was a very simple story that captivated everybody and going forward i don't know if they can come back to that simplicity and on top of that, what the heck are they going to do about these Jedi? Like, are they going to be like, oh, yeah, by the way, Ray also did what Luke Skywalker couldn't in, like, three months. And, like, now there's, like, a world of a thousand Jedi. Like, like <laughs> you know that's they... exactly what's going to happen now. Yes, it is. And it's just, it's, like, garbage, though. Like, you just can't, like, that's the thing is, like, they've left, left such a distasteful um, taste that I just can't kind of get back behind anything i can't support this future of star wars they're going down a path i cannot follow <laughs> nice reference going back to what keith said with uh star wars being like i you want to watch it for the the lightsabers and the action you're telling me you don't pop on episode one just to listen to space politics what's wrong with you <laughs> dude that, those 28 and like nine seconds 28 minutes 59 seconds a favorite part this is getting out of hand now there are two of them <laughs> So yeah, if you guys can't already tell, I'm losing hope with Star Wars with each new installment. I mean, granted, I do enjoy The Mandalorian, and I am excited for the upcoming movies. Well, not the new trilogy, the Kenobi movie, or whatever they're coming out on Disney+. Plus. Mm. But I'm just scared, because like, they could easily fuck this up with bad writing and more convoluted nonsense that somehow is going to find its way into the Star Wars lore when there was never any lore established in the prior films, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, they're not good at world building. At, at least that's what it looks like right now. So but who knows? We're just gonna have to wait and see, and that's all we can do as Star Wars fans. Or are we even fans at this point? <laughs> um, I I feel like almost like a, a concerned relative uh, staging an intervention. Come it's in, Star Wars, fault. have a seat. We're worried about you. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's Disney. Okay, <laughs> you're better than this Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. What about all you people that are listening right now? What's your opinion on Star Wars right now? Do you love all the films that they're coming out with? Do you hate the direction that this series is going with? Do you have hope that it's going to get better or worse? Let us know on our Discord. A link will be provided, as always, along with one to our Instagram page, at Geeks Crossing.
Continue to support us on all available platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and even iHeartRadio. You know, also, at everybody, please, please, because I'm begging to hear one valid argument. Please tell me why the new sequel is good. What Keith <laughs> said. We're all I, waiting. I truly, like, I truly want to hear a good argument. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah, and Matt. if you do love hearing Keith and Nick's beautiful, melodious voices, you can also catch their beautiful, melodious content on Twitch at uh, Nuclear Bacons and at CryptoLock Gaming, as well as our pseudo special guest with a broken mic, Tyler, oh, um, yes, at Carrotbike Gaming. And of course, tell your friends and family about us, especially anyone who loves or hates Star Wars in your life. <laughs> <laughs> More importantly, stay true to your geek selves and may the Force be with you. And also with you. Da 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 da